Well, it's good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you. Well, thanks. Yeah. Happy Halloween week. Yeah, Halloween week. Because that's Coming what we do now. I feel like ever since I moved to Disney, it's like Halloween week or Halloween month. Like Right. <laughs> and it's, it's and, not as bad as Christmas quarter, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, like I, I don't know. Um, do you de- do you guys decorate for Halloween? We uh, we're not really that doing so much this year. Halloween is actually pretty. We dig it because I'm you know I have a theater degree and and she's a creative person and so we like making costumes and whatnot. But uh, you know this this year not so much. I've, I've got an I've got a Jack Sparrow costume that I had uh, built couple of years ago and i'm kind of juicing it back up we're doing a thing where we're going to some friends in the neighborhood just gonna hang out in their in their driveway while the kids come by and i don't know i guess we like lob candy at them or something i don't know how it's gonna happen how it's gonna work yeah michelle we're trying to do a social distance you know i don't know if i have to like hum a snickers at somebody's head or something i don't know (laughs) michelle said um she had her plan is to set a table out by you know the sidewalk where the sidewalk leading up to the house intersects with the sidewalk front of the house yeah and put she was very specific about this she said put 12 candies i, I don't know i don't know like, I'm, I'm 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 pretty certain the representative of 12 like 12 types 12, of candy the 12 but, apostles or I, I don't know it's just actual a circle. Out. It wasn't a pentagram, so I felt better about that. That's a, that's a look, that's good. Although I don't think be twelve a more is a... creative. I mean, Halloween and everything it would be nice. But actually. she's gonna do like a it's like twelve candies in a circle. Demon and then, skittles. Um, she's going to sit up on the porch. Okay, with which like a BB like, gun. You know, if they take too many, she can twack them. I guess it's the enforcer or something. They're like, take one right. candy, and I can totally see her doing a take one candy. Right. Yeah. Um. Be like a big old honking bullhorn or something. And then, and then and then when they're finished, when they're gone, I guess she figured out like maybe she figured out the maximum number of candy that could fit on the table she has in mind with them being spaced apart enough so that when somebody grabs one they're not touching another one. Oh, I think that's right. what she's socially thinking. distanced candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because they have such they have such interesting social lives to begin with, these candy bars. Yeah. <laughs> so She's going to sit there, and then when they're, I guess, when it gets down to nothing, then she'll go refill it. Okay, yeah, this is just that's it. <laughs> Sorry, um, I had twelve. I you're right. Yeah, First twelve kids that's... have a nice Halloween. The rest of you bite me. <laughs> Should have been. Um, I guess it's trick. <laughs> I don't like trick-or-treaters. <laughs> yeah? I've pretty much figured out that I'm I'm that old curmudgeon-y guy. Mm. I'm just not that... I don't look the part yet, but... Okay. But I'm... Like, I, I'm well on my way to being that guy. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a friendly neighbor, you know? Right. I say hi. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't really need to have an in-depth life. I, like, I don't need to have, like, a deep 
relationship with my neighbors. In fact, probably better really? that I don't because, you know, your neighbors, they hear things and see things that you rather like other people not. Anyway, there's that. Right. There's That's one. That's one thing. That's like one, I think, tick, you know, or, or notch in the belt or whatever the right aphorism is. And then the second piece would be like, I don't like trick-or-treaters. Like I don't, mm-hmm. it's not that I don't like trick-or-treaters. Like I don't want to get up. Right. I yeah. don't want and, and to get up. I don't I want to that, talk yeah. to anybody. <laughs> like just leave me alone. And I I would be fine. I would spend more than any one of my block probably on candy if if I could just set it out there. And not have mm-hmm. it all go in one, like yeah. in one visit, because I'm generous. I just don't. I just don't want to deal with you. Like I don't want to say hi. I don't want to make. I don't want to pretend like I like your costume. Oh, what are you supposed to be? I don't care. I'm sorry. Like I know. <laughs> I'm like I get it. Like and I and when I and, I, and when it was painful as a as a parent to to take my children around. I hated it. I hated every mm. minute of it. You know why? Because I felt like I'm bothering that person. <laughs> On Halloween night. And every once in a while, you would lock eyes with the other person. You're like, um, I, I know, right? Like, you know? I yeah. know. <laughs> I've just had to answer the thing. You know, I just got to do it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I just had to answer the thing. But we would rather, we both would like... rather not be there. And then you get the little nice old lady or the young lady, like the Michelle-like person who's like, oh, look at you. What's so nice. Yeah. yeah some like, people really and that's go great. crazy for that. Like, God, you know, more power and to I'll them. hire them to do that. <laughs> I just don't like, can I give people, can I give those people candy? Like here, give out my candy. Right. Exactly. It should be like a, like a thing you can get on Fiverr, like a, uh, uh, candy, <laughs> candy distribution professional. <laughs> can we just pull the candy? Can I, can I just donate? And then other people will hand out the, like, like, like that's, I mean that look, 501c3s work like this way. There you go. Some that's people true. donate money and other people donate time and other people do in-kind contribute. Like there's all sorts of contributions. So there's all sorts of ways to contribute to a good cause. And I would just like to contribute in a way that doesn't make me get off my couch. Right. A lot over and over. And, and you know what? Here's the other thing. I have never experienced Halloween without a dog. I've always okay. owned a dog during Halloween. And I think that also oh. has something to do with it because every time they ring the doorbell, ring like doorbell. Yeah. And the only way around that is to sit outside on the porch, which in a lot of places is just cold. But here, it's and just here it's, you just get bitten up by bugs. Right. So, um, and and my dogs know I'm out there. They're not stupid. Yeah. They yeah. can smell the fear. They're like, I know he's out there, dude. And they'll start barking as soon as they hear. And I can't, so I can't interact with people because if I interact with right. people, they're going to hear me talking. They're aha, he's actually here. So this is what we do. Michelle mm-hmm. will sit out there and hand out the candy, 12 pieces at a time. Yeah. And I will probably probably be working. Although it's a Saturday, right? So yeah, I'll probably be working. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> I was like, it's just, it is what it is. Um, you will be dressed up in juicy sparrow outfit. and That's right. Um, Heavy on the juice. Low pulp. When you said you're going to juice it up, or <laughs> oh. the imagery you can imagine the Jack Sparrow juiced up imagery I have in my head. Some Sparrow juice. It's, yeah, you want some? It's Halloween. Oh, it's Halloween. 
Um, so will you hand out, so you're going to a person's house you said, or are you going to hand out candy or? Yeah. Um, because with our, in our little townhome complex, I'm not, we're not really anticipating a whole lot of trick or treaters mm-hmm. because it's a bit more of a neighborhood kind of thing. I mean, this is, you know, on main street and it's all close together and there's no real way to do it at a distance because the kind of the buildings are close together and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so uh, we we got some friends here in in the neighborhood, and we'll just go out there and hang out with them, and and uh, you know, yell hi, you know, at people as they <laughs> go by thirty feet away and pick up candy. Uh, again, it may be like that. It may be on a table where it's in a bowl or a or you know spaced out, so there's no cross contamination <laughs> or whatever. Or I mean, I'm kind of hoping that it does involve hurling candy at some point but and i think that's i think i'm going to be in the minority on that one <laughs> you need a big tube <laughs> so well, i mean you know somebody said that's uh, what an they m&ms were doing. or a skittles that's that's more like a bean bag right that's not gonna hurt anybody it's um all off with a bit of honey and just like chop them right in the head you know michael ruffin of um i do yes the, the uh i love michael ruffin. moving platform podcast thing um he said that at, I think it was SeaWorld, they were doing the trick-or-treating or the handing out of candy through PVC tubes. Like, huh. I don't, I guess you couldn't do anything heavy. Like, yeah. And, like, and donk, donk. Like, like, like gra- gravity-fed, or are they yeah, kind of blow, well, I guess blow somebody, gunning it? No, I don't think they're blowing. <laughs> I don't think they're, I like, think uh, more shooting fun. darts or anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you turn the, this into a really fun event. It's the poison dart Headhunter theme kind of overlay defeats the purpose of the SeaWorld. whole COVID, COVID thing, though. If you're actually blowing on the candy as it shoots across the, but even hey, even know, simulated, you take would some, be you bad. lose some. You take some, you lose. Some. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's like the worst no, Halloween horror me. movie ever created. <laughs> take some, you lose some. You the person puts their hand in the dish and <laughs> terrible. Um, so I have a, I feel like we have a lot of, um, Halloween ish things to talk about. Yeah. This week has garnered us a large array of pins that we need to revisit. It's almost like a, um, it's almost like one of those, uh, um, what do you call the little dolls? The little, uh, voodoo doll. Voodoo. It's like a little <laughs> voodoo doll. Yeah. You know, I, somebody's in serious pain right now because this is a lot of stuff. Saying. <laughs> and maybe it's it's not us. It's maybe it's the person no. with the headphones. There's so um, I don't know. Do you want to start? Do you do you have something you would like to talk about first? Um, you like to get it off your chest? The, the, you. Uh, do, do, do like, you have anything that I should get off my chest? I don't know. Okay, I was just yeah. making sure that wasn't a loaded question. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I have one that from a couple of, you know, it's not particularly spooky or anything, but it is, you kind of dread their appearance in your life. It's not Black, and, Ag- Black Aggie, is it? It is not Black Aggie, but oh. I, I did look up Black Aggie, and yeah. that is a very scary looking uh, statue, right? by the way. But and where is it? It's in a which museum? The Dolly Madison's house, or whatever. Yeah, like I feel like of we course, have to of course do it this. is. I feel like we have to do an accident, accidentally derivative visits the Dolly Field Madison trip. house. Yeah, yeah, I'm for that. Right. 
We're already supposed to do a Noga's Cantina thing. But anyway, um oh, that's that's closer. We should do that first. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a dry run. See how it works. <laughs> Get all the way up to Dolly Mars and be like, or a wet ah, run. This sucks. <laughs> but um, blue blue milk. Um but uh, uh so I, I I work in a I, I work remote, but I'm if I were you know, on premises, I would be in an office. Mm-hmm. And I deal with people who email a lot. But there's a one particular kind of person. And we almost got off on this when we were talking about my friend from the before times that did all of his word processing in Excel. Oh, that guy. The I guy love that guy. That, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, but a genius uh, Mozart level genius, that guy. But um, <laughs> you get those guys for whom email apparently doesn't exist, and they just they just haul off and call you. Oh, how long ago it's, was this? It's, it's, I mean, and I don't I don't want to get too Larry David on this, but <laughs> how long how long this, ago was this? Oh, I had a call from this guy today. Oh, oh. Oh, this is fresh. This is something I'm dealing with right now. Oh, this is fresh. This is not like a yes. tale from back in... No, no, is... no, no, no. This isn't even oh. like a, a thing where where it's like, hey, don't do that email stuff. You know, it's not like the Matlock, you know, none of that. It's, it's a guy right now, my age, <laughs> but for whatever reason, instead of sending me an email, he's going to call me. Wait, this is the same guy? No, no, not the same guy. No, different oh, guy. Oh, okay. Because right? the other guy was subject from came time, up. He was like of, from we, back. Yeah, back. that was back back in the day. I thought he persisted or something. Okay. Right. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, this dude is that kind of guy too. But 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 not not not. All right. The, so the now I'm with you. Ta- is an Excel guy, but the Excel guy was a call guy too. But this guy, my age, no, you know, no aversion to electronic communications. Works in the telecommunications industry. <laughs> love of God and just does not send me an email does not send me a an IM you know we got the IM going we got Microsoft Teams there are any number of ways that he can contact me that don't involve using a device that when you use it correctly is basically a hey stop everything you're doing to pay attention to me right now <laughs> whatever you're doing the thought process screw your thought process right here right here come on right here talk to me that's what it does <laughs> and it does that like <laughs> if you're doing it correctly <laughs> well both people have to do it. so wait 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 okay hold on is he a sales guy you know what <laughs> he is <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what they do, man. That's what they do. They're the only people in the world that I know who answer. They, 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 their phone rings. They answer it immediately. They don't even look. They don't even look. They're like, hello. Go for Barney. John here. Whatever. Like, yeah. they, cause, because they're always trying to close. They, like, they, they've all watched Glen Gary, Glenn yeah. Ross, right? They've all... Yeah. Coffee's you know, for closing. Got to be closing. Got to be closing. Got always be closing. I think that's what Always be closing. Like, they they're, they always be, be, see, closing. Right? They're the guy at the airport who... Oh, that guy, yes. I mean, people... This guy is that guy, yes. If there's anyone out there listening, if you're in sales or in anything, let me just 
let me give you a, a few point pointers here. Number one, whatever you're doing, well, here's the thing, whatever you're doing, it's almost like the deal that you're working on or you're trying to work on, whatever it is. If it's so important that you need to be working on it up to the minute when the flight attendant is standing over you, like telling you for the third time, you need to get off the phone. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be on the plane. That deal is too important. That conversation is too important for you to be cutting it off like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, so if, if you really do value that relationship that you're, you know, that apparently you're building or sustaining or whatever over the phone or the deal that you're trying to close, don't do it on the airplane yeah. because you're it's going to, it's, it's, and, and if you feel like you need to be, you know, yelling at somebody who you work with or maybe who has failed you in some way, also, please don't do it on the airplane. Because, like, if there's people like me who feel like we, I like I get, I get, I get like sympathy, nausea. I also get sympathy, like, like I don't know, whatever the feeling is, like sadness. I have no idea, but like I, I feel bad. Like when you're yelling at that person who I don't know, yeah. and then you look over at me, like, like right, like that guy, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, that guy's destroyed because no. that's he feels how I feel right now. Okay, right. okay. Also. Don't, don't discuss whatever you have to discuss at the urinal. Mm. And I don't mean like to the guy next to you, because that's wrong too. I mean... But like on the phone. On the phone. Don't be that guy. The reverb in a bathroom is unlike the reverb in any other room in existence. It's unmistakable. Unless the person you're on the other sing. end knows that you are in the bathroom and since your one hand is free to talk to this guy or you know you're standing in one place for a good amount of time and we're not hearing running water the person on the other end of the phone knows exactly what you're doing and they are not happy about it right i'll guarantee it i mean i could i feel like we could do a whole thing just about like the phone etiquette right which we're not going to get into that's a so we'll put a pin in it yeah Put and pin pin for next time. Um, but I'm, it it's like so sales guy. I total. I mean, I could. I can. Of course, he calls you because that's because he is trying to. He like they, they don't. They don't. They see the world through their eyes, right. and they assume everybody else sees the world through their eyes too. Mm-hmm. And they and everybody else in the world must want to talk to them as much as they want to talk to whoever they're trying to talk to. Because because who wouldn't? Right. Yeah. How could you not yeah. want to talk and, to that person? And the the puzzling thing is when I'm when I'm in the middle of something and I'm I'm on a train of thought or I'm on a roll or whatever that I'm doing, I I will just absolutely ignore them, mm-hmm. and you'd say oh, I'll I'll pick it up in the voicemail. Mm-hmm. He didn't leave a voicemail. So like if I happened to be in the John while he called, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even know he called. You well, know? you know he called because he. Because comes one, up. I guess, on there, yeah, yeah. But you know, I kind of assumed that if you didn't leave a voicemail, you're you it either wasn't all that important, or you you realized that the answer to your question was as you were calling me and decided to to abort the call, kind of, right? And uh, 
another another addendum to the guy to the sort of the message to the guy on the plane is also that microphones on on phones these days are very sensitive and very good. And honestly, if you're talking like this on the thing, you are just as legible as if you're talking like this. And I was going to say, Bob, hey, Bob, you know, you know, I hate that guy. I hate that guy so much. He's talking louder than he would to the pilot. Like the pilot wait, wait, was why in the are we chair. Him, wait, why are we letting him talk to the pilot? Well, I mean, the plane behind a bolted door and that guy can hear him. Was somebody yeah, carry the pilot on the phone? No. Hey, pilot. Yeah, I can hear you back there, dude. Yeah, you the pilot's buy- up front going, there's a you guy back there talking real loud on his phone. I can hear him through the door. You want to buy some fiber? <laughs> no, I got to be in this seat for a long time. So, I mean, that kind of fiber, I'm in like telecom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, I see what you're saying now. Sorry, in your I lane, misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Could I interest you in some muslix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love oh, that's passenger right. you, supplied That's muslix. right. You're a grape nuts person. That's right. I forgot. I am. Aren't you? <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this. We talked about grapes. <laughs> Like you've been a grape nuts person. I am. Are you <laughs> no. sure? I think, well, Emily's a grape nuts person, so I think maybe that's where it is. But I, I myself do not like the nut of grape. I feel like you're a closeted grape nuts person now. <laughs> I am. There, there are a few of us that are underground and we're just not ready to come out there yet. And put it out like there and cicadas. live our truth as a grape nuts guy. Um, I don't know. I don't know why people like like. Well, f- thank goodness. The, the generation coming up now, like my kids, they mm-hmm. don't call anybody. Yeah, like that like aspect of the phone doesn't even exist to them. They're like, what is this weird crescent on here? They've taken it too far because they also don't punctuate. Well, there's and, that. And and I've been told, my, my kids try to like teach me how I'm wrong. <laughs> like apparently I'm not supposed to put, like, you know, there is no difference between your, your... And your like just oh see let's right? not <laughs> let's not be teaching people that there's also no you know then it doesn't matter which then you use I mean it's all T H uh, E N mm. um, anyway it hurts my head they they don't punctuate they don't put use periods because to use a period I means kind of get this one. that that you're upset right or you're being sarcastic or you know right you, you either have to put nothing at the end. And that's supposedly sort of a normal thing. Or an upbeat thing would be to put the exclamation point at mm-hmm. the end. But if you put a period, <laughs> it's like you have that. Well, because they don't write in more than one sentence like either. Like it's just, face. you just put a line. And then I, 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 they don't do like the long, <laughs> like the, the keep right, one thought or, in a, you know, in a, yeah, they don't do that. So you don't need periods when you're just writing. Right. Little thought bubbles. Bloop, 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 bloop. Some people at at my job do that too, and especially for the IM. And it's like they don't, like you're saying, it's a single sentence or phrase per hitting that enter key. And so instead of getting a single message 
with five sentences, you get five different messages. And God help you if you have notifications turned on. There you go. And if you start like typing because they sent a thing, and oh wait, you weren't finished talking. Well, <laughs> then, more well that's where the little dot the dots come in. I mean, thank God for those, right? The, the bloop, bloop, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. They're not finished. Not gonna type yet. But then you get like the guy who like. Bloop, bloop, and it's forever. Bloop, like wow, they're writing. They're right. writing a doozy. They're writing a doozy. They're going through right? an editing process, and and then it just is. It's like you lost the pulse. Like they're dead. At time of death. Like yeah, yeah. And, and it's either they they just kind of got distracted, you know, decided to start making cookies, or like the thing was giving you a false positive and it was kind of goofing with you. Right. And now it's been 10 minutes and I didn't write back the thing that I was going to respond with. And now now it's going to be weird if I do. Right. (laughs) But it's hanging out there. Yeah. So, so So you just um, send them a goat emoji. Right. (laughs) Just be like, I don't know. Let's see if we can get this going again with something weird. Well, and then today, Oh, we like we're getting way off on a tangent. But like today, my son Henry, who's fourteen, <laughs> says, um, he, "He we're texting with each other, and he um, he writes, I say thank you, and he writes no problem, and I and, mm-hmm. and I am like stop, don't say no problem, because like no problem, like say thank you, I mean say say you're welcome, say my pleasure, say whatever, but don't say no problem, because." Yeah. I didn't think there was a problem. Like, why are you saying no problem? And he said, that's like, that's a generational thing. It's like what they say. And he said, saying thank you sounds sarcastic. Saying thank you or or saying Writing thank you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Saying you're welcome sounds sarcastic. Like if somebody says (laughs) thank you and they say you're welcome, if if they write you're welcome, then that sounds sarcastic. Especially if you put a period at that. (laughs) Well, of course. Right. You're welcome. Period. <laughs> Especially if you spell out period. <laughs> you're welcome. And he's and I'm period. like, why, why, why you're hurting? And he said, Dad, it's just what our generation does. And I said, Look, dude, your generation is going to count on our generation for jobs. So <laughs> right. you should probably figure this out. Um, you talk to your people like that. That's fine. Talk to your boss like that. You're gonna. That's, he's gonna think you're an idiot. At least until your generation, or maybe the millennials, God help us, like take you know get into positions of power. Sorry, I just offended a whole bunch of millennials, but that's okay. Like and subscribe, hit that bell. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, because it gets better, and you're going to hear. You're going to want to hear what comes next. No, but I think that I think that um, I realize that our ways are, are 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 like slowly fading off but our ways are actually it's like like i'm trying to teach cursive here like our ways right. are like they're actually the correct ways like i mean on the one hand mm-hmm. i have my son saying don't punctuate anything and for god's sake don't say you're welcome right and then i have people like you know our friends on the other side of the pond who give me a hard time for saying craig incorrectly you're just getting it from all sides. I can't win with this English stuff. Like I can't like <laughs> so I don't think it's asking too much to use punctuation. Mm-hmm. 
craft I don't think that you always have to have like when you're doing instant message stuff or whatever you're just like quick yeah, little like was, BRBs yeah. and whatever like fine AFK whatever, like fine <laughs> um, but if you're actually engaged in a conversation with I don't know your parent or your grandparent or your boss or colleague like if you work in a real like a like a, like a job that actually has some girth to it like Write in full sentences with punctuation. Text messaging, this is the only way we're going to, like, text messaging will save us from those people who want to call. But oh, only man. when it's taken seriously. <laughs> Otherwise, people are going to default either to phone calls or to emails. God help us, emails. Like, they're not, and we don't want any of that nonsense. Yeah. I don't like huh. emails. I'm not an email person. No, I'm, I like them a lot better than phone calls. Oh yeah, well yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have to like we're going to come back to this on another night. You're going to have to put another pin in this thing because I feel like we have Electronic to You and I have to talk about like right the like etiquette related to communications in general. Mhm. Okay. Don't you think? I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I but mean, is this guy like is he still like have you told him? Have you said to him? <laughs> can you just not can you just not call no. me? No. Can you just send me a text? <laughs> I have said, uh, "Hey, I'm I'm busy right now. Can you can you throw what you got at me through an email before?" Mm-hmm. But it was more of an ad hoc kind of thing. Like I'm currently busy. You know, not as a general rule. The fact. Okay, don't wait. Let's just, phone, like you the- having my phone number is a thing that I'm not very happy about, to be honest with you. And so let's not use that um, unless we absolutely need to. You just said ad hoc. I feel like we have to translate that for people. It means like for this. <laughs> it means like yeah, on for like, this. It doesn't. Really, but that's not how people use it. Well, it is. Yeah, for this. I'm ad hoc. They mean this. like it's they, ad hoc. Like you know, I'm on doing the fly, this for this situation like, for this. You know, it's yeah. just for this right now. We're not as a rule. Not like right. A, exactly. Yeah. It's not a systematic thing. Yeah. It's something you're doing yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like for the no, for the six that. for the six millennials who stayed on. <laughs> I want to make sure that we, we will guide <laughs> and, you. And the need rest. some uh, tutoring on their uh, the, modern day Latin phrases. <laughs> the six millennials and one Brit. Um, we will <laughs> we will guide you through the rest of this experience uh, with psilocybin. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so <laughs> I almost died today. You mentioned this in text well, I mean, messages. You I punctuated I mean, I, it correctly. I don't know too, if I. But... Thank you. I don't know if I. I don't know if I die. I don't know if I almost died. I, I, well, death was po- death was definitely one of the possible outcomes. Certainly, um, certainly That's most things. Like so, on the spectrum of possible outcomes from this event, the certain so none of these things happen, of course. But like the certain right. possible outcome was was bruising. So. On an average, at least bruising, you were going to come out of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we actually can, if if the spectrum also contains the like things that did happen, like emotional distress was definitely one of them. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then bruising, and then all the way to maiming, maiming, and then eventual, yeah. and then, then then death, and then just wiped out. Yeah. Okay. 
and I don't mean to beat a dead horse. I really, I really <laughs> do not mean to beat a dead horse. But it's the we got to talk <laughs> about hand my friend. Me that baseball bat. We got to talk about my friend. Ah, who I pass on the walk. The sidewalk miscreant. This elderly gentleman who's not so elderly that he can't, like, fake run. And he also does this fake mask thing, like, oh, I am running by you. Okay, buddy, we all get it. You're so much better than us because you wear the mask for 10 seconds. Sanctimoniously. Mask wearing. I don't in know your what face. He, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's like. I give him. A, I give him plenty of room. I'm like ten feet of room. I'm like it's a wide yeah. boulevards of sidewalks. Anyway, and it's not that populated except today. Today, I'm coming around the corner, and of course I see him. The first time I see him as I'm approaching this 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 large pond um, mm-hmm. that he 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 does circles around. He goes counterclockwise. Um, <laughs> Interesting detail. Uh, he goes counterclockwise and he stays on the inside track. So he's on the incorrect side of the sidewalk. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's closest to the pond. Okay. Maybe it's an English thing. Uh, no. No. He's, <laughs> no. So he. So he. He says, "Craig." Um. So. So we're coming. So I'm. Oh, I Craig see him. Right. You know, the minute I see him, I'm like, "Oh no, not that guy!" Right. But I'm, I'm going to deal with him anyway. So come around. And, you know, and I already told you, I've already given up. Like I've already, I've already accepted the fact that I'm yeah. a lesser person, that I have lower, I have, I have fewer rights, that I should just yeah. give, give way, right? So as mm-hmm. I see him approaching, so I'm smart enough because you know me, like I'm looking, I'm conscientious to a fault yeah. apparently yeah. because as I'm approaching where I turn, so imagine this pond thing, this pond, this loop around the pond intersects with a sidewalk that runs along the street. Right. And so okay. as I as I am intersecting with that sidewalk, I look to my left. I see I know he's coming and he's on the wrong side of the sidewalk. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to walk on the incorrect side of the sidewalk to pass him. But I need to be aware of anybody who may be on a bike uh, who's uh-huh. coming up from behind me, right? And so I look mm. to my left and there and sure enough there's a person on the bike, but they're about two blocks back. And I think I think I think timing wise, I think I can pass him. Yeah, you start before running the, simulations in your head. Yeah, before I get to him, it's such a pleasurable walk. So, so then I, so then I, so, so here he is, and he's doing his thing, and I'm like, and I'm sure, like, okay, if he sees somebody coming at me, he's going to like also get over or give. I don't know, you know, he's with me, right? He's going to participate. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming, he's coming at towards me. I get on the other, you know, I'm on the now on the incorrect side of the sidewalk, but for him, it's the correct side of the sidewalk. Um. And I even turn back, you know, once or twice just to make sure the bicycle isn't like imminent. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I, we pass each other. I say good morning because you know I'm polite even to the game. And <laughs> um, and he says he says good morning back through his like half held half held mask. Does he um, verbally put that punctuation on there to make it kind of sarcastic? I felt like it. <laughs> I felt like there was a period in there. And then, so then he like, he, you know, he moves on. And so then I'm going to go back as soon as he passes. I'm aware this bike's coming. Mm-hmm. So I need to get back to the correct side. Right. right so I have to give dude. him enough. I have to give him enough social distance space. Right. And then as oh, soon as he passes, I'm doing coming. like the tracks. Right. So I switch. So as I come back over, there's a scream. Because <laughs> that like a, guy. Like a banshee. Like a ah, bitch, ah. like a, oh, I can't, I can't oh, even no. do it into the ears. It was like, I'm going to step back. It's like, ah, 
was like, 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 but like, like, the, the head like it was gravelly. It was like, uh-huh. if if a wound, if you've ever crashed on your bike and you get like a wound, and you get like rocks in the wound, oh, like yeah. the nasty, yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. if a mm. wound could make a sound, if a wound like that could make That's... a sound, this is what it would sound like. I'm like, mm. I don't know, scared the bejesus out of me. Like I turn. Because uh-huh. even by like standards, there's no way that bike should be there at that moment. Right. But there this person is on a bike with little ear, ear pod, like ear pod things in looking mm-hmm. at me like, and I, and I could, and I remember like I'm processing it. Like, I think she tried to make a sound. She tried to tell me that I was going to be like I'm on, that she's on my right mm-hmm. as I was, but she didn't do it like early enough, probably uh-huh. because that guy, I think he complicated, he just, he, yeah, yeah. He disrupted the entire the X factor symphony. In all of this? Like, like because we would have all been fine. Everything would have been fine had he not been the guy on the middle of the tracks, right? And right. So he was on his right, on the correct side. So I couldn't no even problem. really yell. I mean, of course, in my head, I'm thinking, why, dude? Like, seriously, you're on a bike. Number one, you should yeah. be more careful. That, I mean she must have weaved around him. Like, I don't even know how she got to where yeah. he had been like a, not even a second, a second didn't even pass. Like, there's no way she must've been like doing like weaves. Right. I look, then I look back again, there's another bike. So she, that she oh. wasn't even the bike. I don't even know where she came from. Like she oh, wasn't weird. there. The person I thought was coming was exactly where I expected them to be. Okay, yeah, that was going to be my question. No, my wasn't all for my timing. Right. It was just this huh. banshee that came out of nowhere. Wow. She almost ran so me I over. Guess it was you, like you waiting for a little bit to keep that social distance before you changed lanes made her through, think you were going to stay I was staying. in that lane. She thought I was. I bet she thought I was the problem. Yeah, but little Couldn't does be she the know, old man with the mask, the sidewalk miscreant back there. Hey, he's the guy. He's what you want. And as soon as this happened, I felt like I needed to send you a text message. Yeah, like immediately. I, I should have. <laughs> I should have called you though. Is what I should have done. Oh, Next yes, time, clearly. I'm just gonna call. Well, I, I would have answered for that. <laughs> no, no, put her on. No, put th- her on. Then I would have been like, "Why did you answer? <laughs> don't you know I don't want you to answer? I don't actually want to talk to you." I was trying, trying to get to your voicemail. <laughs> So that was that was like that was like my experience. I had this banshee yeah, experience that's pretty today. Harrowing. Yeah. yeah, it was like yeah, you got your heart rate up though. No, that's the problem. I can't get my heart. I gotta start running. But I start when I start running, I get shin splints. Ow! And it yeah, hurts. And I mean, terrible. they sting. It's like someone's dri- driving a little little daggers, like thousands mm. of little daggers into your shins. And but if I, I don't get, run, I can't get my heart rate up enough. Yeah, I get problems with my IT band on my right leg and some like. Like from the hip down to my knee, there's just pain. Did you call the helpline? Like foam roll it. And, did you call the helpline, the help desk? I did. They said they asked if I want if I turned it on and off again. <laughs> is it is it plugged in? <laughs> That's one. Is it, is it plugged in? Well, there's, there's nothing on the display, so. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the any key? Right. Where's it? <laughs> I was like working in IT for like I was I was in the IT department at the uh, community college for I got my current job and it was always kind of funny the the little codes and whatnot that you have for <laughs> my favorite is PEBCAC that uh, you've you've uh, diagnosed the problem and that's and you've decided that it's PEBCAC P E B uh, K 
K-A-C, which is problem exists between keyboard and chair. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> that's probably my favorite. That's a good one. But. That's a good one. So, um, I know there's something else I wanted to talk to you about. And well, you I, mentioned something in the in your uh, your your lunch break today at herewiththemagiclive.com. Plug, plug. Thank you very much. Um, the, there was some kind of mascot thing in, in Baltimore from the 80s or something that uh, you were talking about it being like really crappy graphics <gasps> and it was something. Oh, Captain Chesapeake. Yes. Okay. And the sea monster. Chaff- Captain Chesapeake and the sea monster. And it went. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> On WBFF, which still exists, it's now a Fox station. It was probably Fox then. I don't know what anyway. The WBFF, um, Fox Forty Five, but not. It wasn't Fox Forty Five. It was just. It was just like UHF Channel Forty Five. Oh wow! Um, as opposed to VHF. Now we've lost yeah, all of them. Is, now they're gone. Now they're gone. This is actually Channel One through Thirteen, mm-hmm. but we can't mm-hmm. use Channel One. The government uses that. Hey, I was in broadcast. <laughs> we used to have to get up and change channels for our parents. Um, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. <laughs> and, that, and that inner thing that you had to move to fine-tune it. <laughs> yeah. I wish, how do you, don't you wish you had that now, though? Yeah, I really do. Like, I could use that little fine-tuner on my phone. Like, can I just fine-tune the Wi-Fi a little yeah, bit? Like, a little bit. Um, anyway, I, uh, it was after school, and that was the station that would play, like, the reruns. And so that was oh, the cool. go-to station for me to watch Gilligan's Island, Hogan's Heroes, oh, okay. um, Gomer Pyle, like yeah. all the Weirdly great- enough, I think our Fox station was that too, in in Little Rock back in the day. Did you have Captain Chesapeake? We did not have, I'd have no. never heard of Captain Chesapeake. Well, I think it was a Baltimore, a Baltimore thing. Baltimore right? thing. I think it was because he was like, it was a local thing. So it was like the guy, Captain Chesapeake, and he had the sailor's cap, you know, and the captain's cap, mm-hmm. whatever, like, um... And um, and he had a sea monster, who would like who was down because he was on the, the the boat with the blue green screen whatever behind him sure. that made him look like he was out in the Chesapeake Bay, and then <laughs> and then there was like the sea monster down there, and he would talk to the sea monster. And, like, and what form would the sea monster take? It was a like, it was a he, green like. But is it like a cartoony thing, or is it a puppet, or is it a person? No, like, it was very much like a puppet thing. Like, okay, but, but, but big. I love it. A really big, big puppet. But like probably somebody inside it or something. I don't know. And well, then, yeah, I don't think so. And it was made to look like it <laughs> was like in the ones. in the water. You know, this is why oh, in my head awesome. when, I, when I was in that the, is awesome. My head was in the thing, and I feel like I need to find this because I, I can't. I love <laughs> local television puppet shows. <laughs> now you're just punking me. It's like no, seriously. I love. I can I like I love local television puppet shows, man. You just those words just came out of your mouth. <laughs> That's going to be our first accidentally derivative T-shirt. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to want to wear that. Like, well, that's uh, the first oh, one. I they found get. it. I just all you have to do is Google search Captain Chesapeake, and the dude's right there. And there's the sea monster. And this time yeah, the, the sea, sea monster's monster too, huh? the sea monster's actually on on the ship with them. How did it get up there? Oh, oh see, it's an invasion. Oh, this is crazy. This is, I don't even know. It says 92% oh, like the sparkle. show. Is Sparkle the sea monster? Or no, Mondi is the sea monster. What is Captain Chesapeake and Sparkle? It's an autocomplete. Oh, Mondi, right. <gasps> oh, my goodness. This is the best. It ran until yeah. 1990? Wow. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, wait a minute. It ran for almost 30 years. Oh, that's Chesterpeak. Never mind. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Wait, dude, you 
Who's Chesapeake? Chesapeake. <gasps> Here's a picture. Know, Here's a... I found the one where he's like in the he's like in the water. He made, he's made to look like he's in the water. You, oh my gosh, <gasps> it's so good. You have to. I I, I can't oh, even. Oh, I'm looking at the image. The images on here. This is oh, what I grew up great. with, man. This is it. This is the stuff, dude. That sea monster is awesome. No, but do I? Yes, yeah, it was Channel 45. Yep, I was right. That one horn. Captain Chesapeake. Oh, I've got a whole, there's a whole, the magic of Baltimore.blogspot.com. Wow. Has uh, Captain Chesapeake in there asking, who remembers Andrew Claus the lion, Bruce the bird, Mondi oh, I the sea Bruce monster. The Mondi the sea monster was like And the, best. the curious cabin where universal laws did not apply. Captain C would perform experiments such as pouring water from a pitcher where it spilled out at an angle. Dude, there's a YouTube there's a there's a YouTube video of the intro. I, I feel like I feel like we have to put. I'm gonna we're not gonna do this now, but I'm gonna we gotta post this on our Facebook. Yeah, this page. will like, be a this post. Is, oh my gosh, I gotta get back here. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, dude, nothing but good has... memories of Captain Chesapeake, and oh, love it. Right, I am totally sending you this. Um. <laughs> So that was, uh, yeah, thanks for bringing that back. I totally forgot about that. I wouldn't have thought about Captain Chesapeake for like another decade. Again, sad. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure he's not with us anymore, but. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. These little sea dogs are pretty resilient. Yeah. mm. (laughs) Mondi might still be alive, though. That's true. Mondi's I bet you somewhere Mondi's somewhere. in a closet somewhere we're ready for a the closet? Reboot. I think I'm you know, he's, oh, he's in the Chesapeake Bay. That's true. He's in the he's in the bay. You're talking about he's, he's in, in the, the closet. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> there's, there's somebody who's friends with, with Mondi. Good lord, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. No one puts Mondi in a closet. <laughs> true. Oh. oh Lord have mercy. Um, so I think I also wanted to talk about my haunted experiences. Well, is is that yeah, you did send me the rather cryptic fans voices psychosis. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I I wrote these down, you see. <laughs> I actually prepared this week. <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Did you ever find yourself and so remember I sleep with white noise? We've been yes, through that. We've established that. Okay. I don't know if you do. I can't remember. I don't I think do you not. do. Right. Not you really. probably should try it. I Sometimes when I nap, I, I, I'll I have some. But if it's at nighttime, I don't typically need it. Yeah, because that guy's not going to call. <laughs> well, we need to not give entirely true, but that's what okay. Do Not Disturb is for. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, uh, where do I, where how do I begin with this? Okay. Um. At the time I thought of this, it wasn't exactly, it wasn't sleeping, per se. I may have been oh, in the yeah? bathroom. Oh, okay. And I had the fan on. Right. And I could swear I heard voices. Like, hmm. hearing voices. And you turn the fan off, no voices. No voices. Fan back on. I could swear, like, is that a radio? Like, what is that? I don't know. So I'm thinking, like, I'm just hearing, like, you know, sometimes there must be, like, just some rhythmic nature, something 
some melody to the fan sound that then your brain yeah. tries to it's like seeing faces and things you know right like your, your, your brain, brain just tries out to, patterns where like, oh a face a face yeah. a face a face a face a face a face it's like i think my brain is like oh what 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 what, what, what were you trying to say what what okay is that oh like, no go ahead going. go ahead go ahead no i was going to say that there there is a sort uh like a phenomenon that pa- pa- people apparently will hear voices in the static on a television um, I've heard that and that there's like a belief that that's like you're talking to the spirit world or whatever, but you're, you're of course not. But the um, but that in particular, from what I understand, is is real bad about uh, your your brain hearing voices and things in, in that particular sound. So um, so I've had these experiences in the past where it, like there's this I think that it hasn't this in particular hasn't happened to me for a while but it did happen to one of my kids. Um, and probably has to do with the psychosis that I passed down through my genes. But mm-hmm. I, um, I would drift off to sleep and then I would hear somebody shout my name. Ooh. Just as I was just about to fall asleep, I'd say, Jason. And you do the jerk thing. Yeah. Like up. what, what's that about? Right. I just feel it takes anxiety. I mean, <laughs> a lot of yeah. it happened while I was in law school. Like it's like, I think it's just, <laughs> A lot of pressure, whatever. Okay, but the, the 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 problem with that is I do have experiences with something. Call it call it ghosts, hauntings, the spirit world, residual energy. I don't know what it is. All I know is there's weird stuff that's happened to me. Okay. Okay, and it's not just me. So, oh, I'll go back. I'm going to take you back to the house I grew up in. That was okay. the house that my grandfather built um, in like 1950-something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, would have this, I would have this recurring dream that it was a two-level house. It was a, there was like a basement with like my, the club basement kind of thing. And, um, and so part of the basement walked out because it was in a hill kind of. So, so part of the basement walked out into like the driveway, garage, driveway, backyard area. The other part of the basement had had windows, but they were like ground level windows. Mm-hmm. So you so you could only like see, you, you know, you, it's just because it was in a hill. Okay, does that make sense? I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm explaining it. Okay. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's okay. important because what's important is because um, – I, I I don't know if you can see this. I'm like literally like the hair Ooh. on my arms is on end, standing oh. on end. Just think, I'm this is this is how deeply affected I am by this. I'm like wow. I'm like okay. I'm like gonna start rocking myself here soon. All right, so I would have this reoccurring nightmare that, mm-hmm. um, oh my god, that that somebody was downstairs like at that window. So so it wasn't just at the window. Like I would look. I would look out the window from that downstairs basement thing. And like, there was this person standing like on this property, this, like this neighboring property, like across the street, just up the hill, just a little bit from us. who like mm-hmm. looking at me and I would start to move away. And somehow he would end up there in that spot. Like almost like there was a door there instead of a window. Okay. And we would play this whole game where I would go up the steps I'd like go up the steps, not in a panic, just up to the top of the steps, basement steps to the kitchen. And there was a door to the to the to the stairs there. 
and I would say, okay. I would shut the door and I'd start running. And running, so running meant like running from the kitchen through the dining room, past the living room, and trying to probably make it to either my bedroom or my parents' bedroom or something. Now, this is a dream? Yeah. And I could hear uh, him coming up after me, coming up the stairs to get me. And I wow. could never make it past, I could never even make it into the dining room hardly before yeah. like I felt him tackle me. And I would Ooh. wake up. And this was my recurring nightmare. And the only the only Yeesh. change to, the only change to this is sometimes the dude would be and this is where it kind of intersects with that burnt this burnt offerings movie, burnt offerings which was yeah. made in like 1979 or something like that. It was like scared the bejesus out of me. The, the sometimes the dude was across the street in the other direction, like across this main road, like looking from across the street at me and I could see him coming over to me and I would like half the time I couldn't get the door locked. Like to the, to the, like wasn't our front door was the door we always used like on the side of the house. I couldn't get the door mm-hmm. locked before he, he got there. Like it was one of those things like what's wrong with the lock? Sometimes right. I was saving my family. Like they were going to go hide and I'm trying, I'm the one that's responsible for locking the door. Sometimes because I'm like this still, I'm like, did I lock the door? Did I lock the door? I have to go back and try to, ch- I'm going to go, I'm going to go check and make sure the door is actually locked. And so to do that, I have to unlock it. And that's the time he comes in. All these uh. variations of this dude coming into the house, okay? Uh-huh. Scary, crazy. And sometimes he's like looking in the window at me, like, oh man. So how old were you in the I, Dude, I had for like my entire childhood. I don't know, oh, it was probably, wow. the le- probably the lead paint on the Star Wars glasses that I would get at Burger King or something. Could be. Could All be. right, I bring this, like, I'm telling you this because years later, um, oh, also, I was always scared of this corner in my living room too, like, in the middle of the night when I would like wake up and decide to go to my parents' room to wake them up for, I don't know why, because they're going to put me back to bed or something. I would like, I would like hustle past this one spot, like the one, the one part of the hallway that like entered the living room. Cause I was afraid of this like person being in the corner in the living room. Same, same person. I don't know. Something, oh, something, something, something. Right. Years later, talking to my younger brother about this, he had the, almost the exact same dreams whoa same spot for him there was never the window was never there in his dreams there was always a door in the basement mm-hmm. dude would run after him same deal always came from the same spot up the hill huh. same Did he dream. also have the the creep out factor with that corner in the room too yes because there used to be a green, there was a green chair that sat in the corner of the room that's also where we would go for timeout when we were in trouble oh, like yeah and we still to this day don't refer to the green wow. chair. Okay. So we <laughs> have to go into timeout into this area that's demon possessed or whatever. <laughs> so then it gets worse. That's no good. Okay. Uh, years later, my father, cause I shared a bit, I shared a bedroom with my younger brother. And then, and when I, I don't know, when I was 15, 14, 15, 14, 15, probably when I was 15, he, he, he built like a little bedroom for me down in the basement. And I had probably stopped having I had stopped having these nightmares by, by that. Okay, I would hope. Yeah, for years, for years. Well, um, good night. <laughs> you know where this is going, right? Uh, yeah, can... The bedroom was in that same part of the basement where that window. My window in my bedroom, where my cat would sometimes sleep. Like my window was that window. Uh huh. Now, I was obviously not, I mean, I'm no longer, I was never longer frightened or anything of these things. I didn't, like, otherwise I'd be like, I'm not sleeping in that room. There's no way you're sleeping. I was like, 
far from, I don't even think I had remembered it at that point. One day, I'm going to sleep, going to bed, lights off, didn't use white noise or anything, turn the lights off, turn the TV <laughs> off, go to sleep. And I'm laying there, and I'm, and I kid you not, I'm feeling, and th- at this point, I was probably in like my first year of college or so. And, mm-hmm. and I'm laying there, and I'm, and I'm like, there's something here with me like something somebody's here like i thought at first i thought like maybe my brother come in to get something i don't know like i wake up i look like i don't go back to sleep i still feel something here like somebody's in this room Mm -hmm. i open my eyes at the foot of the bed there's this light like an orb what telling you the truth like there is this light at the bottom of the foot of the like like not on the foot not on the bed not not like it was like where like if someone's standing probably their like stomach would be or what, depending on how tall they are I don't know like there's yeah. a light there I yeah. hauled ass out of my room in my underwear so yeah. fast I ran upstairs I sat in the kitchen like I I don't remember who was even there I remember my dad was I don't know like it was like no because he would have been I'm like. And I, and I slept in my younger brother's room that night on the floor. <laughs> and the next night I went to, and I never, ever slept in that room again without either the television on or a light on or something uh-huh. because wow. that freaked me out. Okay. So now, when you slept in your brother's floor, did you tell him what, what happened or was he asleep? He was probably asleep at that point. I just kind of snuck in. Yeah. Cause uh-huh. it was probably summer and I needed heat. I mean, you needed AC or something. I don't, I don't remember. I had a I had a water bed, so I never had to worry about AC in the summer because <laughs> yeah, so always you just turn the heat down and it's cold. Yeah. Um. Second year, third year of college, third year, fourth, third third year. I know I I, I, I was house sitting for a professor of mine, and um, same people who taught they like introduced me to sushi for the first time. And it was great, great people. I think mm-hmm. she's now a professor. Of, she's a professor of political science. I think she's at Chico State in California now. And they had this house. They, they they rented a house because she was a she was on faculty at a local uh, university. And she, um, they had this. They they leased this house that was out like in the middle of nowhere. Um, old old house, and it had this creepy little basement, like almost like a dirt floor basement, with like cinder block walls. And they had like there were like drawings, like some kids had like crayon the walls and stuff like drawn. It was mm-hmm. weird. It just had a weird feel. To yeah. it. it was weird. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like, it wasn't like scary. It was just weird. It was like, Oh, yeah. this is interesting. Um, and then, um, but they were kind of like, you know, very granola, like Northern California type people. So sure. like, like easy going anyway. So I house that for them. And I, you know, and I would go there to feed, I think I was feeding their cats or something. So it must've been cat. That was like cat sitting too. And then I would just like feed the cats, whatever, and then I would leave. But one night, I just I was staying there, and I was with Michelle, and so she stayed with me, and we slept up in. I think they told us. To, I think we were in their bed. I think they told us to use their bedroom, which basically was a mattress on the floor. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, and so it was fine. Everything's fine. You know, we were just hanging out and listening to the music, and then go to sleep. And as I go to sleep, I go like, here, like, like something's weird. I just hear like I can, I can like hear things. It's almost like like I don't know. It was like there was like the talking or, I, and I was like mm-hmm. I would get up. I would look to see like 
Did I leave the television on? Did I leave a radio on? Like what? No, it's just like weird like sounds. Then after that, another day, I come back and um, God, I hear the chills. The chills again. I go upstairs. I don't remember. I think I don't know why I went upstairs to find one of the cats or something. I don't know. I go upstairs, and I get upstairs and I like go get to the bathroom by this bedroom and I'm like. I just got the weirdest, creepiest feeling, and I and I was like, I gotta get the hell out of here. Like, I gotta get out, like now. Mm-hmm. It was daytime. It wasn't like it was just. But, so I get out. You know, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, I'm just, cre- I'm creeping myself out for nothing. Right? Yeah. Okay. A year passes. They move to another house. We help them move. There's friends that are also there from from out of state who help them move too. We have this big sushi party because because he would make sushi and stuff. It was great. And we're just, you know, talking, 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 right? And I I say, like, I, I talk about um, how, like, I, you know, there's this, like, I just had this creeped out feeling about this house. And this woman stops what she's doing. She turns and she says, tell me what you just said. And I said, I, like, she's like, she calls her, she calls Diana over. She's like, that was the professor. And she goes, Diana, come here, come here. Tell him. You know, I mean, she's tell her what you just told me. So I tell her the story and she's like, you gotta be kidding me there. And, and then her and her husband or like, I don't know if they were married or not, but like, he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. That's that stuff. Cause this woman had the same experience. This yeah, woman, her like, friend stayed in that house one time with uh-huh. them there. And she said, she's like, that house had such a bad feeling to it. She's like, I told him I would never come back ever, wow. ever come back to that house. And the dude who was like, you know, I don't know, significant other of my professor. He's like, oh yeah, that house was definitely haunted. Like I would hear, we would hear like, like, like it would sound like a radio at night, you know? And we just like, we just <laughs> ignored it. It's just like, he's like, it's just like leftover energy, man. It's just like, you know, it's just out there. <laughs> Is that all? Oh, well. was something weird. <laughs> so I'm just saying, there's been places that I've lived and I've lived, you know, in lots of different places and there's places where I've lived and things are definitely not, they're like, there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. Weird. Wow. I don't know what it is. I know it's energy. I don't know if it's up yeah. here. I don't know if there's something, maybe it's, maybe it's, um, what's that gas? Maybe it's, um, <laughs> what's the gas that comes out of the ground that you like are supposed to test for like, cause it'll give you cancer if you don't test. And it's a Northeast wow, thing know. or something. Yeah. It's like in the Northeast. Oh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Or I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, maybe it's that. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Maybe it's the smell. I don't know. know. But I've lived some places where I'm like, oh yeah, good. And I've lived plenty Mm -hmm. of places where I'm like, there's no problem, no issue. Yeah, no issue here. I lived in a house in in Baltimore City where I knew I know at least one of the people died in the house, and it was a creepy little. I mean, this like this had a creepy basement feel to it. It had like all, it had like haunted house rent and all over it, and nothing. I had Nary no, an orb. Nope, no orbs, no no weird energy, no sounds, no anything. Well, that's almost disappointing. Have you ever had anything? like a supernatural experience like that, or or something that well, is unexplainable? Know, just, but just uh, yeah, that freak might be you the heck out. Like um, I would I, I would tend to do it to myself when I was a kid. I I uh, at no time do I ever remember. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those um, the situations that I always think about when. Uh, um, the the like in Ghostbusters when they have that 
um, the commercial, the TV commercial, and, and Egon <laughs> says, do you ever experience unexplained uh, feelings of dread in your, you know, in your basement or your, or your garage or whatever? <clears throat> and I would have that, <laughs> you know, just a, but mainly because I was a kid that would scare the absolute bejesus out of myself. Uh. You know, my brain would run away with me. And uh, and we talked about how how like things like um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, while I loved the movie as a kid, also did nothing for my ability to sleep very well uh, for a certain amount of time. And it was, you know, definitely the melting thing was a thing. But the also just like particularly what almost was more creepy to me was the scene when the the ark is in the crate in Katanga's hold on his boat mm-hmm. and you hear that whirl, oh. whirl, <laughs> whirl, and the the rats like freaking out and the thing and the the Nazi stuff burns off of the side like that to me that was pretty darn creepy yeah and that that freaked me out a good bit so so things like that would be just running through my head i mean not specifically that but just that sort of i don't know if it has a genre or something like that but something mm-hmm. in that sort of whirl, you know, kind it's of, like a supernatural-ish kind of poultry. Right, it's eerie, and, and that's thing. why I think that uh, Raiders of the Lark was Raiders of the Raiders of the Lark, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> that's the short, cool, short version. Um, <laughs> is uh, is so much more effective than either of the other two movies. Um, now, I love the other two movies. Don't get me wrong, but the Old Testament artifact brings with it a, a, a an eeriness and a and just a. Mm. Ooh, kind of air to it, and that's why you know, you know the the Holy Grail is such a New Testament uh, thing. Then that's all like knights and honor, you know, and things like that. And and oh man, the Ark of the Covenant—that's some that's some stuff right there. And I was fascinated too by it um, when I was that age because of that same thing. You know, it, it freaked me out, but I was also like fascinated. I ended up doing like a, I think it was in sixth grade, and I did a report on the Ark of the Covenant. Um, I don't wow. remember, remember what we were supposed to like report on a historical object or something like that. Raiders had been out for a while at that point, right? So you, yeah, were, yeah. So you were hanging on to it. So yeah, I think it was, I think it was sixth grade, maybe it was fifth. I don't know, but uh, it, yeah, it had been out a couple of times, a couple of uh, years. But that was also, I think, a way for me to relive the movie. You know, in a time when you couldn't really easily do that, right? Because you know VCRs and yeah. whatnot were still kind of uh, out of reach. And uh, I did have but, a beta uh, cassette of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Beta, yeah. I can still smell it. Yeah, my, yes. like, like I can I had smell. The sleeve. There's there was can... a smell, and it was just that, that particular one. I think it might have been the oh, first really? movie I ever purchased on, like as nice. a child. Like, uh-huh. and it had that smell in the sleeve of. I don't know what is that like. Yeah, plastic and new book and new. Um, I, it's, it's all so good. I had a distinctively, weirdly enough, I had a mm. distinctively smelled uh, cassette, but it was a cassette. It was an mm. audio cassette, and it was weirdly enough, it was the soundtrack to Star Trek Four. Um, but it it had a. I could smell it right now. Just how that smells, and if if I you know if I were to catch a whiff of that particular smell, it probably would actually like quantum leap me back in time <laughs> to my childhood, and I and you, we just have to cut the show off short <laughs> because I would just and I'm out of I'm not in my seat anymore. <laughs> it's funny how things will retain smells though. Like if you have um, a box of something or a package you haven't opened in a long time, an envelope, mm-hmm. um, 
and you pull it out, you pull, you know, open it up, it, like it's there. Oh yeah, it smells persist. It's great. It's great. It, it's that. it's almost like it's it's not exactly a high, but it is almost a weird sort of it's a transcendent reality. Sort of. Yeah, exactly. It, it replaces reality for just a second. I mean, you like connection like to this um, point memories and consciousness and what mm-hmm. you're your thoughts dreams wants desires all of that stuff just goes you know flooding back because, because like who you were at that time is is uh attached to that so so yeah. uh, deeply because Pretty it's cool. all down there in the amygdala yeah yeah that's uh i thought yeah. that was a type of jam <laughs> only if you like make them smush them yeah, so I, I, uh, I, um, I don't know if there was anything else to that other than uh, it was spooky to me. This stuff is man. That, I haven't shared spooky. that with many people. That that Dude, set of you're, stories. The, the the guy now was the guy on the hill in uh, in Baltimore. Was he an older guy, like an adult person? Was he a child? You know, did you see him sort of similar to you in age? It was a male. It was a male, older adult, not necessarily an old man, but not not like young um mm-hmm. i don't he didn't represent any real person that i knew right um could you see his face i mean do you have no. an idea or was it one of those sort of dreamy it was obscured just or, or just, just undetectable um but right. if you watch the trailer here come the goosebumps um <laughs> if you watch the trailer for um for burnt, burnt offerings, offerings you will see the likeness like this guy, because I think in my mind, I like, I, I like, I merged these things together. Um, mm-hmm. I can't explain why my brother had the same dream. Yeah, we never had up. any bad experiences. We never had anything. Um, probably the spookiest picture I've ever seen. I, and I probably have it. So I will, if you help me remember, I will, <laughs> I will post it also just yeah. to delight everyone. I will post a picture of this spot in my basement. Um, and I will, and, and one of the spookiest pictures I have that I found my, my grandmother had this picture was, there was a party happening. I think it was my grandparents, maybe 25th wedding anniversary or something. <laughs> and there was a party happening. It's black and white, of course, I think. Of course. Um, and the kids, like they're, they're all like having a party in the basement. They're on a party in this mm-hmm. basement, right? And there's streamers hanging and everything. And then in the window... Are these kids like looking in? Like, uh huh. I hope they're real. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they're real. As long as Jack Nicholson's not in the picture, I think you're. I um. Mike, there were the only other story that I could attach is that my grandfather, apparently when they were building this house, like nothing, nothing weird happened as far as I know, in terms of so no one like died on site or anything. They did, wasn't like built in an old cemetery as far as we know. Um, Battleground or something. I mean, you moved the bodies, but you didn't move the, I know you moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. You remember that line? Is that Amy? Poltergeist. 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 You Guys, moved the yeah, headstones, yeah, yeah. but you didn't move the bodies. You moved. The, anyway. Um. Craig T. Nelson. Oh, such a good guy. Guys, you go. Why are you going to watch that tonight? It's so good. 
Speaking of Craig T. Nelson and weird movies like that, we watched Devil's Advocate the other night. I hadn't seen that before. Yeah. That's... Ooh. That's... uh, Oh, that's a... I have... That barely squeaked by with an R rating. Yeah. I mean... I I have my... I have my thoughts on that, but... I haven't seen that in years, but that's... Isn't Keanu Reeves in that? Yes, he is. And... Doing um, a very interesting accent. (laughs) It's supposed to be, he's supposed it's to be like, from Florida and his type of southern accent that he's doing is more of like a, a Scarlett O'Hara, Georgia kind of thing. I mean, no one told him that you don't really have a southern accent but, if you're from Florida unless you're from the Panhandle, yeah. I guess. And, yeah. I it, well, I mean, you know, they didn't go full blown like where all the all the scenes shot in Florida were, you know, through an amber filter and everybody's sweating. But that's. <laughs> What you usually get. If you have a, a movie that has anything to do with, um, um, oh, what's his name that did The Firm and, and Pelican oh, Brief yeah, and all yeah, that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that guy. I can't no. think of the name. Grisham. Now. John Grisham, yeah. Mm-hmm. If the, if the uh, film has anything to do with John Grisham, that's how they're going to shoot the South stuff. And we all drive vintage cars for some reason. <laughs> I, I I just, I love Keanu Reeves. He's, he's oh, like, I love Keanu Reeves. He's just like he's like one of the coolest dudes. Like him and Jeff Bridges, and they're just like, "This is who I am, man. This is, yeah. this is who I am." Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna really act much. Like, like I'm getting in, and I'm gonna say my lines and say them well, and you know. Did you see right the time. new Bill and Ted? Yeah, I haven't yet, but I want to. I like it. I is like it good? A lot. Yeah, I enjoyed I mean, it. How can it not be awesome? And the thing is, the 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 girls that are playing their kids. Do a great job. Oh yeah, there, there, there is okay. The th- reason I like Bill and Ted so much, not just because I like Alex Winter and and uh, Keanu Reeves, but I like it because, and other people have said this too, because it's not the typical kind of eighties teen thing. In that they are, you know, kind of misfits, but they're not picked on. You know, it's it's not like a nerds versus jocks thing. There's, you know, and they they kind of shoehorn in this princesses thing, but for the most part, there's no romantic interest and there's no chasing the girl or whatever, and everything is just so positive. They they are are friends and undeniably friends, and you know they they don't get there's only one time when they when when they get mad at each other when Bill. Um, you know, when Ted keeps hounding Bill because his, his uh, stepmom, you know, remember when I asked her to the prom? He's like, shut up, Ted. You know, and then they stop for a second and then Ted goes, you know, and makes this smile. And then everything's fine and they keep going. They, we don't have that thing, you know, where like act three is always the complication. And they're like, I hate you. You know, none of that stuff happens. It's all very that's positive. And in the, in the people, you know, that's what I love about the movie. And. But this, you're kind of waiting for it to get weird. Right, can, and it doesn't. It never does. And and with Bill and Ted 3, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything. It's just about the character of their kids. They are still just as goofy as they were in the first movies. And their kids are obviously following in their footsteps in that same kind of way. They're they're into music mm-hmm. and they're they're kind of, you know, kind of weirdos, but they're they're, you know, decently smart. They're certainly smarter than their parents. <laughs> but there's never that 
my dad is so you know embarrassing or whatever the the usual kid rebellion thing they're all in with their parents you know trying to make the the song that unites the world or whatever and they're you know they're like oh we got to help them you know and it's just so positive awesome. and i love it it's such a great great movie go hold the whole friggin seek you know one two and three all all good stuff well, i gotta watch it now for sure yeah it's good it's good that's good that's cool that's very cool but it doesn't scare you no no not usually no no What's not the scariest even anomalous Ooh, scariest movie I've ever seen. I know this. The movie now. This there's going to be kind of a weird distinction here. Easily not the scariest movie I've ever seen, but probably the movie that scared me the most when I was a kid is. And it's just it's such. If I went back and watched it now, it was probably goofy and cheesy and stupid. But at the time, and I had to have been I don't know eleven, maybe twelve. And I caught this movie called Witchboard, which mm. was about a Ouija board. This guy was a Ouija board. I, I don't even know necessarily the the uh, um, the plot of it, but there was this whole aspect of it where the guy was like, "Never ever do the we the Ouija board uh, on your own. Always have somebody else doing it with you because you're you're vulnerable and blah blah mm. blah." And then of course the the lady who is, you know, trying to find, I don't know, the murderer of her dad or whatever. Um, you does know, at one point does it alone and, and crazy things happen. And, and, um, you know, just, I don't know, something about the whole Ouija board thing, particularly plucked a string with me with like the, the occult or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't even like a religious thing. It was just the creepiness of the rituality of mm-hmm. that board. And it's all script and stuff. And so, like, two years later, when I'm walking through, like, Target <laughs> and Parker <laughs> Brothers has a Ouija board, I'm like, I said, what? Because <laughs> this guy, you know, in the movie, they have to go to the, you know, the, the Asian man with the curiosity shop in yes. Hell's yeah. Kitchen or whatever. Yeah, the, guy who know, sells, get the guy who sells the gremlin things, too. You know, like right, exactly. It's, it's like that kind of shop. They have to go in to get these things, these mm-hmm. Ouija boards. And there's like two or three of them that you know, end up floating around in this movie. But uh, I remember that being extremely scary to me at the time. Now, again, not exactly the scariest movie I've ever seen, but at the time, that sucker was scary as hell. Um, as for the large, sort of like objectively scariest movie, I, I don't. That one's a hard one because I'm not that big into the horror type genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and any kind of like thriller kind of thing um, is a lot better if it's tense and, and suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I found like the first time I saw Silence of the Lambs, that end yeah. scene where where it's in oh, yeah. uh, night vision, mm-hmm. that was really like tense and, and crazy. And I remember that being... Um, uh, really creepy, and uh, the very first Blair Witch. Oh yeah, um, I you know because the whole time there's a there's a certain tension, and it, it really is kind of a hockey stick kind of thing. You know, the tension kind of stays at the bottom for a while because you're just watching these kids try to do their thing, and they hear the creepy stories, but there's not a lot going on. And then it starts really kind of ramping up, and mm-hmm. then when they go into that house. Mm-hmm that's when it shoots through the roof and it's just for that last like two seconds of of footage when you have the idea you have the 
that moment. And, and I oh, loved it for that. Oh, where you, <laughs> where you're like, oh, that's dude. What's he doing? <gasps> and then it's over. <laughs> And then you're like, you have that realization of what's going on. It's really, really good. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, the, um, oh, I remember that. It was And that was the same year also uh, Stir of Echoes came out. I never saw I, actually, it. Actually, no, it wait. It may have been, that actually may have been a couple years later. So Stir of Echoes came out in 99 or 2000. Yeah, I remember I think hearing the, the title. That was the same year as, um, oh, I remember um, the I See Dead People. Um Oh, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That, that came around the same time. Those are both fantastic movies. Kevin Bacon's in, of course, as you know, in Stir of Echoes. Mm, Your yeah, buddy Kevin Bacon. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, <laughs> that that's worth watching if you haven't seen it. Cool, and, yeah, I'll check it out. And Sixth Sense is great. I mean. Oh, man, it's so good. I mean. I, and I like that kind of paranormally kind of I, you know like I wouldn't call it a horror movie but it definitely is kind of you know but I kind of identified with that kid a little bit and like not that I saw dead people but like the whole idea of like walking past the room and like there's somebody there like like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's if I could have seen it that's what it felt like like that was the mm-hmm, that's it right yeah that's that's one that I mean did you see it coming at all when you first saw it no of course not yeah I didn't either no, yeah. but I don't want to give anything away no, 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 but it's... Any it's, of the M. Night movies are... When you M. go Night, back... does and, a great job with this. It's like that... Um, it's like the scene in uh, Finding Nemo when uh, when Dory suddenly remembers everything mm-hmm. and it does that trombone shot and everything. Yeah, goes, oh, no, it's exactly you know? like that. I think that's it's probably, like when probably they, where they got when that. When it happens, you're like... <gasps> and then that... And then that... Oh, my God! You know? Yep. How can I not see it? Yeah. It was... Yeah. <laughs> Um, and all of them are are pretty good, but that one is definitely the one that got me the hardest. Unbreakable I, got me. Unbreakable, um, uh, Unbreakable to me wasn't scary. It was a thriller. Oh, it's not scary, but I mean the the twist ending or mm-hmm. whatever. I was like, oh, there's always a know, twist the, ending. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like signs, I didn't. I, oh, you know, I signs? every time Michelle leaves a glass it. of water sitting around, I think about that movie. Like, oh, that's I, probably I why it's the, there. I, I thought that I the twist ending was was kind of silly in that one. Because it was like seven twist endings. It was a lot. Oh, of and no, that's and right. the baseball bat, the and the water, and the asthma, and you know, I it's see. like, oh, well, you really, really went for broke on this one. <laughs> um, but I, the, the other thing is that it, a lot of people cite that thing where you can see the alien in the TV uh, news thing. It's being really creepy, and I felt I, I didn't. I found that disappointing. I really liked the idea of never really seeing the aliens. Mm-hmm. You just see that one flash, you know, when they're out in the field or whatever. I really liked the idea of never seeing, and that's why I think um, Blair Witch was so uh, so effective. Is that you never saw it? You know, you just because as many writers have said, you know, the thing that's happening in your head. You can't film that and do it justice. So if you can create right. that in there and then people, what people are going to be sort of thinking in their head is going to be way worse than anything you can actually put on screen. Um, I think probably the scariest movie, I don't know, I probably the scariest movie experience I've ever had was watching The Ring by myself in a hotel room, <laughs> which just you shouldn't do. Yeah, probably not. I don't know why I was even compelled to finish it. Like I, I just was in it. Like I just couldn't stop. And and and, yeah. and that end scene happens, and I 
I had to sleep with the lights on in the room. <laughs> I was back in that Ooh, bedroom in the basement so, again. Yeah, I was yeah. couldn't I couldn't do it. Um, but I do enjoy. It's funny. Like I enjoy scary movies, but I have to be kind of. I have to like, I have to like gear myself up for it. Mm-hmm. I love scary movies in the movie theater. Yeah, I'm like, like the a, most annoying person in the world. With you. Well, yeah, because I'm laughing half the time. I'm like I'm just like crazy laughing at the suspense, like. <laughs> Dude, what are right. you doing? And I'm starting to start talking out loud. Like, I've got to be, people must hate me because I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like shouting at them. Like, no, no, <laughs> don't go there. Don't do that. Don't, no, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. Or when you know it's going to happen, I start like laughing because I know like, oh my God, someone's right. going to die. Someone's going to die. Comes, it's like, it comes. Yeah. like a roller coaster. <laughs> like, I, I love that. That's like scary movies in the movie theater is great. But we can't do that right now. Because it's, nah. scary. it's just it's, real world scary. Yeah, there's <laughs> actual scariness happening. Everybody, stay home. Enjoy your fake scary. Yeah. Let the real world scary happen. So I like a, read some Richard uh, Scary. There you go, Lowly Worm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I loved Richard Scary when I was oh, a little kid. Too. I remember Lowly Worm was like my boy. The, the the one with the vehicles, the book with the vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how is he driving that? <sighs> He's a worm. He and, he's, any and, he like, and he would appear like in little spots like, oh, look, I'm dead. Yeah, and you had to find him. Yeah. Yeah. You had that hat on, that little yes. sort of like old dude hat with the with airplane like page. F- the page with the airplanes. That was my favorite. I I, I remember the, the the one with all the, the vehicles, I think, the most vividly. Favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to go find that. Richard Scary. Happy Halloween, people. Happy Halloween. I know I was going to light a match. I don't know what that was. <laughs> 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 <laughs>